0: My name is Dr. Ruth Gilmore. I'm a medical SHO and a casualty officer in the Matra Hospital in uh, Dublin. I think there's a calm before the storm at the moment. Um, Casualty isn't actually that busy. Um, There's just been a stretcher brought in of a man that was more than likely involved in an RTA, and he's just been seen to at the moment. What's an RTA? It's a road traffic accident, sorry. Sorry. And basically the way the system works is if a very sick patient is found by the ambulance, they have a direct line which is located in beside the nurse's station where they can ring us and say that there is someone unconscious or with very bad chest pain or, worst case scenario, a cardiac arrest. And that way we are prepared and basically are waiting for the patient when they come in. We have two areas that we actually see patients like that in. One is the trauma room where any major trauma comes, it's more spacious, and we have basically all facilities. We always would be ready for major traumas if um, a chest ne- ne- ever needs to be opened. Um, unlike ER, it usually doesn't. Um, patients are usually never that unstable, and if they are, they usually actually don't make it. Um, um, people don't usually have their chests opened in casualty, people would be glad to know. Um, but basically, we have, you know, if by chance, some, a woman who's pregnant happens to come in here. There's a set ready in case she needs to be delivered. There's um, basically sets for um, cutting off clothes, which we routinely do, and patients get quite cross with us, but it's only because we have to. Um, this is the reception area. All patients that come into the matter hospital... Even if we don't know their name, have to be checked in with reception because we need a number in order to order x-rays and investigations. So, for instance, you know, if you've been seen in the matter before, you give your name and your address and your number will come up and then you'll be issued a card which you hand in to the nurse and then she writes the details and puts it into the various triage slots. There is a £25 charge to be seen in casualty. If you're referred from your GP, then you don't pay the fee. Um, because you've already paid your GP the fee, so you don't need to pay it twice if your GP feels you need to come to casualty. But if you haven't been seen by a doctor and just come in off the street basically, then yeah, there is a charge. If you just hold on, the
1: boat lines are busy, okay? Thanks. Now, hello. hello. Uh, you want to register? Yeah. What's wrong? Um, it's your friend. It. What's wrong with her? She, she,
2: sort of like
3: okay,
1: has she been here before? No. What's her surname? Her date of birth? New uh, medical card? VHI? I Through the doors and give this to a staff nurse, please.
0: This area here is basically called the triage area. And this is where patients are brought in, and they usually sit on the seat here, unless they're on a trolley whereby the nurse would go over to them. And this is kind of the most important job in casualty, is basically talking to the patient when they come in and assessing what their complaint is today, what their problems are, and the extent of their injuries. And depending on that then, that decides whether the patient goes into triage one, which is usually... A call and you can see here we've got a tray which is triage one to five triage one is basically that never would be a card in either slot one or slot two because they would be handed directly to a doctor and the doctor would either be in with a cardiac arrest or seeing a very sick patient they would never be left to wait triage three then is basically basically patients who are you know, either stable or could have a technically serious problem. So someone with bad chest pain that was still present with a cardiac history um, or someone um, who was very short of breath or someone in a lot of pain, you know, abdominal pain or tummy pain, um, they would usually go into triage three Triage four then is pretty much everything else, um, and people often ask us. It's the most common question, you know. When am I going to be seen? And the problem is, is we can never give an answer to that question because if something comes through the door that is triage one, two, or three, then the patient is triage four. Then they automatically go ahead. Is blood
4: coming from your head here?
5: you're
0: Yeah.
4: Do you know what happened? No. You don't remember? No. What were you drinking? I think I live only in two. What? I think i in town. In town? I blood. What? I don't blood. I can't make you out, to be honest with I don't blood. I have a bike right? you obviously hit your head off something. Probably a wall or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I need you to sit up for me a little, can you? And I'll have a look at it properly and we'll give it a clean.
0: This is actually what we call out back. This is where people wait. During the day, it's usually minor cases, people with kind of um, falls, sore legs, sore ankles. But during the evening in the matter, it tends to be people who have been found in various places in town who... um, basically have had a lot of alcohol on board and need to sleep it off for the time being. Um, This place can get actually quite full and, um, you know, there could be 10, 11, 12 people. Yeah, and he's had a lot to drink. The reason we keep everyone in the recovery position, obviously, which basically means lying on their side so that if they do feel sick or get sick, that they won't actually um, swallow anything like that.
3: But would I not be better off just getting out of the way so it will be one last to no, see? No, I, I would been,
4: that, That's very infected. I'd wait until we see. Jesus.
3: Okay. God. I was actually trying to get out because I realised there's other people here who are worse off than me. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't want I don't, I to... Don't I'm going to be sitting here till four in the morning. He says it could be a chipped and he says it looks very infected, so I should hang on. But I don't think it's life-threatening. <laughs> I hope not Anyway. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself, but now I feel a little bit stupid because there's people here who actually are actually in pain, big time, and I'm walking around with a sore finger. My index finger, somebody stood on it. <laughs> well, do you want the story that I tell the doctors, or the real story? Okay, well, the story that I told the doctors was well, actually somebody stomped on my finger. The real story was I was at my Christmas party and actually I stood on my own finger. I was pretending to throw a tantrum, as you do at these Christmas parties, and unfortunately the only person I inflicted pain on was myself. So uh, you feel very stupid when you're trying to explain that. But now, two days later, after it's not getting any better, I had to come in, unfortunately. You're
4: in casualty. You know what happened? You know you took some tablets? Yeah? What time did you take
3: them
4: out? What happened to you? You're just saying you're young. Yeah, just the case of a young girl who's taken an overdose. Mostly benzodiazepines, as in sleeping tablets of that sort. Uh, as you can see, easily risable if I speak about her, She does wake up. Just got to keep it. We would have... Yeah, uh,
6: that's a fair
4: Uh It's just a matter of keeping an eye on her until in the morning and then the social worker will come and see her.
6: Station,
1: please. Portrait to nurse station. Thank you. My, I'm Charlotte Green, I'm a staff nurse in the Accident Emergency Department. Um, at the moment we're um, going up to the uh, A&E Observation Ward, which is upstairs in the main part of the hospital. I think it opened about a year ago now. It's a seven-bed ward and uh, um, basically it's for patients for 24-hour observation, head injuries, um, People that need to stay in overnight if they haven't got any transport home, someone to look after them, they're usually only there for 24 hours. I've been here since June, so I've been here for six months now. Hi, how are you? This is Jill. I work in a general hospital back in the Philippines, so we dealt with obstetric and gynecology, paediatrics, medical and surgical, but in here we focus on medical and surgical cases.
7: And what... um Surprised you about working in, in, in Dublin or in a Mater Hospital? What was the first thing that really surprised you?
1: What surprised me is that uh, there are increasing number of drug addicts, overdose, and the alcohol alcoholics like that. I worked in um, obviously worked from England, and I worked for a year in Australia as well in Sydney and I've, I've come across a lot of um, alcohol-related problems over here, and um, there is a huge um, population of drug abuse, IV drug abusers, and it's something that needs to really, you know, to be sorted out, really. But it is completely different to where I worked at home in Winchester.
7: Do you find it more challenging here in, in, in Dublin? Or?
1: Definitely. It's a lot busier. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very interesting... For, career-wise as well, because, you you know, you're kept on your feet all the time. It's a good experience as well. The salary that we receive here will be just spent here in Dublin. It's just fair, you know, with the accommodation, with the food and the clothing. So we have to save a part of our money to send back home and make it bigger. So, Charlotte, yeah, I'm going now. Okay, I've got the keys. Yeah. So everything's okay. She's not due antibiotics. No, Just turn everything out. off. Okay? Okay. Take care.
4: Do you work over here, Alistair? Yeah. What are you doing? Nice. Hey, welcome. Huh? No. no, I'm not
5: what do you work at? I on road. Yeah, but what,
4: what do you do? Not where you work, what What do you do? Like, I was walking. It's a clock. A clerk? And the last road, sunny. Yeah. What's the last thing you remember? Alistair. No. Um, not a lot. Not a lot. What did you last have to drink? Cans. You had cans. Yeah, boy, fine. Anyway, the cut's not too bad. I'm just gonna lay you back down again, okay? Yeah. And you can sleep it off a little. Right. Yeah, brought in by DFB. Uh, presented with What's it, Dublin Brigade. Yeah. Um, presented with. A head injury under the influence of alcohol. Unable to give a history of how much he drank, what happened to him, where he fell, what he fell against. So basically, you just take it from the start and look at, um, do assessment as much as you can, see how conscious he is, see if there's any um, signs of a head injury as an in internal head injury. Didn't seem to be an observation. It was just su- not superficial. It may require stitches, but to the parietal area of his um. Of his uh, head, and it's a matter of letting him sleep it off. So, you have had your x ray and all done. Yeah. I can put a dressing on that for the minute and you can come back again.
3: Yeah. What What time would you say early is?
4: When's a good time? <laughs> I can't even give
8: that you know. to what,
3: What's very early? Like four, five, six, eight, half ten? Well, before twelve is early for me.
4: <laughs> if it's broken, you do need to be seen.
3: Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, the swelling isn't going down and it's still very sore because I've had this before. You've been before. waiting
4: since what, five, for five
3: hours
4: now? A few hours, yeah. You might as well wait another few hours, yeah? Yeah.
3: That's, you might as well, why not? Well, hey. Yeah. She shucks. T-shirt. You never know, I Might might miss something exciting exactly, after all this time. Yeah.
4: <laughs> like one of them would have, might have been next to be seen an hour ago, but now that we've had a few emergencies and they fall down the line a bit again. And these are all like minors.
9: My name is Deirdre Rice. I'm a clinical nurse manager here in The Matter AE. and um, At the moment, we're in the resuscitation room, which thankfully is unoccupied, but um, time will tell. It can, that can change at any moment. Um, I'm on nights here in The Matter. Um, started on Monday, and I'll finish on Monday morning. Well, as I said, it's, it's very quiet for us tonight, and... Um, the waiting time isn't even long. I know some of the patients are probably saying it is long but on average it would be about 8 hours waiting to see a patient, to see a doctor I should say, for the patients. Um, Again tonight is great because we have trolleys that are available so that if anything does come in that we will have a trolley to resuscitate a patient on i mean there's many times i've had to resuscitate a patient on an ambulance trolley because it's it's full with patients that are waiting for beds it's great tonight i always feel quite reassured if i have a trolley knowing that if something does come in at least i have a trolley and an area where i can carry out a resuscitation with the medical team But we get a lot of, um, you know, the, there are a lot of. There's trauma in, and there's, you know, a lot of stabbings. We have a lot of overdoses. That's an ongoing thing because it's an inner city um, hospital, and we have a huge drug problem. Um, so there's a lot of experience that even staff, junior staff, that they will see here that they wouldn't see maybe in another more suburbia um, accident emergency. Mind the back. And we lie
7: him on his side? Thank you.
9: This is a gentleman that's been taken from a hotel and he's had a lot of drink on board. Now, as you can see, he's a very heavy man, and he's a diabetic as well, which obviously doesn't help. His his glucose is fine, and um, we're going to have to just mind him because the risk here is that he's going to vomit and aspirate. So that's that's our worry here about any of these patients lying down here. We have them on the floor here here for their own safety. Lie them on their side in the recovery position so that if they do um, aspirate or vomit, we will prevent aspiration. And we're going to have to have at least one or two staff out here which are taken. That means there's only three of us on the rest of the floor.
7: Seems quite busy tonight.
9: It's actually hotted up quite a bit, but we can't complain. We have had a good week. OK. Um Joe Joe, can I leave you out here for the moment and I've got to send somebody out to you. I'm
10: just to send, and just and I have the blankets
9: for this gentleman as well. mm-hmm. Okay. He's got a lovely laceration on his neck. I don't even know who he is. This is the Remember I read Sir Patrick Joyce? Yeah? You didn't make up the
1: card, but I don't
3: think I did. No, that's the man with
1: the nose. Yeah. No, I didn't.
5: Well I was where the man, I gonna come in the gambler's room, you we were at a wedding today, it was a travelers' wedding, and a, a bit of aggro started, there was about 30 policemen there, and travellers started getting brave because they knew they had the police to back them up, that they wouldn't get bashed by the other travellers, and all that, but the man that I was with, I met him all my life, I am not a traveller myself, but I met him since about seven years of age. And uh, he's a diabetic. He's hairy. He's, he's, he's all the but I was telling him at the desk. But, he, but he, like, I was sorta of in a shock, like with him. Like I thought, like this was it, because he, 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 he was on the hospital there a couple of weeks. and only told him that Daddy had cancer. So I came to the hospital with him, and uh, the medics asked me to register him in there. I registered him in there, uh, and I went in and I said like what's the story like what's, what's happened so he's a diabetic he's a hernia he's a couple of things on him he's cancer and all this so they tested him for his sugar level and uh, told him homie it was all right just to go outside but we, we were at the, the the wedding like I was trying to look after him mm-hmm. like I know his whole family and till his sons started fighting and he started pointing till them locked down to each other they just started pointing the nose of each other
7: and have they ended up in here as well now or
5: no, they, they, they won't go, go, go to the hospital with the Like They'll try to sort it out themselves. they go to the GP in the morning try all this. Like That man was unconscious. They thought he'd bang his head, but they checked for his head. He didn't. It's just that he's a diabetic, and he yeah, wasn't drinking the drink. He's supposed to be drinking. You're meant to drink pills if you're a diabetic, but he
2: was drinking whiskey. Well, Welcome to the matter well, hospital. I'm a security officer at James Fahey. Uh, just a supervisor here at night, a uh, patrolman. Just want to show you the sort of things that goes on here during the day and night, night. People here all drink-related incidents. Car injury in there. RTA, road, road traffic accident. Uh, spinal, you know. Neck brissel. And this is the uh, reception area of a is there our security guards? He's acting them up at night, I enough. It's n- never my South Africa.
7: You need tell.
2: I'm a
7: I'm proud of it. What has you in the A&E of uh, Dublin Hospital, never.
8: Just got bored doing my old job. Decided to take on security and that, and been working in Matt Hospital now for the last six months now. My name is Diego. Alright, yeah. where are you from? Diego, from Italy. He's been discharged. He's just had uh, two stab wounds to the leg. He's just feeling a bit weak, basically, and he's waiting for a taxi. But otherwise, he's grand. I work as a receptionist on a B yeah. and B. And what has happened to you? You're in a, you know, a, well, it's, a bad way. Or... Just walking the in, uh, you know, not not so knowing I not knowing the places. Now I learn. it's it's not. In very nice area to walk around the summer, summer hill, whatever. And um, I, just, I got assaulted by three guys, and one of them had a long knife, and they stabbed me twice in the leg, and the others punched me all over the place. I fought them all, I mean, I I, I, fought, I, I tried to, but they, they overpowered me. And, um, the <laughs> Mogja. The one You, are, when you I,
5: when, blown some bones I, all over you. you a black boy. The,
8: when I saw the knife,
10: I just
5: stabbed just, twice in the leg. I think the wallet to the I
8: said, Take it. And because it was just this, well, 10 inches knife.
5: Yeah, blood all over your face. Mm. And one, one of your eyes is swollen to bits, mm. you know. And just blood all over your t shirt. And where, where did that come from? Was that from the face
8: or? From the head? Did you get, the, did you get a wound
7: From the eye, yeah. So did you have to wait wait long here when when you came in, in the ambulance or
8: I did actually I did. I, I waited like three hours. I would like I would have like preferred not to be discharged. I would have preferred to spend the night. Too. It's like
7: Are you a bit shocked, yeah? I mean like yeah. does it make you think twice about you know living and working in an island or
8: uh no really, because I mean I met a lot of nice, nice people. I mean, you can get mugged everywhere. You just just need to be more careful where where you walking to and you know.
7: what are you gonna do now are you' gonna are you waiting for a taxi
8: I'm waiting for a taxi I'm going to bed
7: are you in pain huh are you in pain
8: Not really, because they gave me a lot of medication they they just gave me some di dimorphine as well.
5: God, you bastard. <laughs> no,
2: not no, it no, no.
5: It's, it's not, not worth the argument, you know what I mean? It's not worth the argument. No it's not worth the argument, but only 29 years of age, and I'm old? than him. Who the fuck does he think he's speaking down to me? You know what I mean? No, like, me just nice people, look, Stand outside and that's it. Yeah. And I turned around, and the fellow was asking for a smoke. He was saying, no, you can't get. Only give him a smoke. You can't give him a smoke. So I right. Sorry, Gareth. Do you want to be on another place?
2: Where, where, where? Probably a genuine kiss has come in there, you know? All the sick people and elderly man come on there just you know and that fella there he's one of the guys was fighting with his brother but the nose of one another
10: seems to be an unconscious person there they're bringing him in there
11: What's here? Uh, it's just, uh, we have another case coming in here now of uh, a gentleman with, a, with a, an excess of what we describe as C2H, which is an abbreviation of e- ethanol or alcohol, and uh, the lads are just mentioning the the circumstances in which they found him, which often tend to be quite humorous. And
10: what
11: uh, the circumstances here? Uh, It just apparently collapsed out on, on the side of the street, you know, crawling on his hands and knees, which is... It can be, uh, can look amusing to uh, certain people as they walk by, you know, but it's a, it's a sad sight that someone will allow that to happen to themselves.
10: This is probably the the best side of the interface between the ambulance and the A&E department, in that we would uh, pick up the patients in a, an uncontrolled environment and we'd treat them and present them into the hospital here, which is essentially a controlled environment where the nurses and doctors can treat the patient in the best way they can Ian,
9: Ian come on now you're in the hospital Ian Ian open your eyes here we need to get some details from you Ian Ian come on and talk to us now we need to get some details from you what's your name what's your address Ian open your eyes for me OK. Um. Were you with him evening? Yeah. You were. Yeah, i started I do we're we're um, what time so. no. uh, What's wrong?
2: So
9: it's only your blood pressure I'm taking you. Uh, OK, OK, it's, just
10: okay. All right. it's, amazing, it's, it's all right.
8: It's
10: want okay.
11: okay. yeah. to face
8: now. around and go sleep.
10: We overheard
11: him notifying the hospital on the radio to say that there's somebody coming in that didn't survive. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know the circumstances of it yet, but uh, it'll be in shortly. You know? This is your fourth time now in, in the last hour. But, uh, who have you just brought in? Easily uh, a gentleman. Uh, he was going out and uh, he was. Yeah, someone asked him for a cigarette and when uh, he obliged... Uh, the individual assaulted him down, hit him on the back of the head with uh, some sort of wooden implement and stunned him uh, and bet him, kicked him and beat him repeatedly on the road and just wandered away. In your 20
7: years of, of service with the ambulance service, have you seen a change in, in sort of life on the streets? I mean, is it
11: becoming more violent? Certainly, yeah. In the, in the last two years, there's been a noticeable increase in the amount of violence, uh, random violence uh, acts done to people in you know inadvertently through just something to be in the wrong place at the wrong time with no reason, uh, which is it's, it's, it seems to be common practice now. It, it's something we didn't see in Ireland before. We have had heard of it in England, like it's common practice over there. But it, apparently, it's hitting here now very big. The service itself gives us insights in, in, into the way people can and do behave, and of course we do tend to get access in, in, into people's houses and and see the conditions that they live in, uh, and some of those things could frighten you. Also, um, you, you can you can never, uh, as I say, gauge anyone by their front door. Like we, we've seen a lot of strange and unusual things from all perspectives uh, over the years, and uh, you just. Develop a sense of humour when dealing with them.
10: (laughs) I can't add to
1: that.
9: (laughs) Bernie, can you give me a ring at 2488 if you can as soon as possible? Thanks a million. Um, Yeah, I just heard they were looking for an ambulance crew to say that there's um, a bad road traffic accident in Glasnevin, which is our area. Um, There are two people in the car and they're actually cutting them out as we speak. So we're we're actually lucky that we've even got, instead of two minutes ETA, we're getting actually a little bit longer because they're actually only in the process. We don't know what the condition of the patients at the moment, but we're just hoping that at least we have a little bit more time. We've cleared our areas and we're ready to accept these patients.
3: We just
1: hold on, the book lines are busy, okay? Thanks. Now, hello. You want to register? Yeah. What's wrong? Her date
6: of birth? Uh... Dino, we not even there when it's, closed, it's
3: it's been a very eventful night to say the least Uh, we've got people getting sick on themselves people peeing on themselves meanwhile I'm still sitting here with my bloody thing (laughs) but I think I will I think I'm somewhere on the list I think there's only two people (laughs) in front of me right now but I just want to get a big bandage and I want to go down to Lily's and I want to get loads of sympathy (laughs) I've gone the same colour as his face. <laughs> anyway, it's not over yet.
5: She's fucking. I
4: don't
5: know. I'm going to bollocks about this. Right, you listen to me, right? She's been
2: a cheeky little cult to me. What's one thing that be nice while
10: after the face of the imposter? Tell her, you're gone. Um, I'm not going to be blinding someone. You're right. You're right. You're right, poor
7: girl.
2: Yeah. If you weren't so cheeky, then it would was... <laughs> be.
1: It's an extremely
9: abusive patient who claims I was giving him cheek and attitude. I thought of witnesses here. I'll even have this girl as a witness. <laughs> i foul language. The names he called He's me. He's still
7: out the back of here.
9: Is he still here? Is he? I should have
1: taken away by He got, hit, in the, he got hit, claimed he got hit in the face with the bottle. And I'm not surprised. Well, that's what I said, the, names the names he called me. Unbelievable. couldn't even say the names he called me. You never heard of You just get
8: stressed out after that, absolutely. <laughs>
6: <laughs> but Michael is my name, and I'm a taxi driver here in Dublin. Now, we do the account here, so you you, you look after the, the hospitals. As much as possible. But on a night like this, when I went in there, this woman was asleep. Their daughter was trying to get them to wake up. She's asleep, and I asked what's wrong. She said, she's drunk. Now, you couldn't take someone in a car like that on a night like this. I mean, I've often taken people home who would be drunk all right, but they're standing. But the woman with that car, you get her in the car, the movement of the car. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't standing, she's lying down. The movement of the car, yeah, the I liable to get know. sick. Now in the A and A you get everybody. You get every all sorts of life in there. You know, you tend to find out that the Matter Hospital uh, would be one of the what you might call one of the roughest in the area. In that the city centre, that on the James Street would be the roughest in the sense that you would get more of the the different the drug addicts and all that kind of thing in here, which you mightn't get in say Beaumont so much or Tala Hospital often got people in the car there and what's wrong on oh, me arm me elbow me head what's happening well, i fell off the path there you know i said i but not surprised you know they're they're singing in the car when they're gone then they stop and they sing one fellow when i was singing and then he stopped and he said oh geez me head me head and i said yeah you say singing oh yeah well no it's not really the singing it's not really the singing. it's me head when i hear it off the path I think that's what it was that's what it was and i said yeah you are right there
10: Is this your game, that's 7 right Yes. Is there a second one coming? No, this is the only thing. Oh, good. He doesn't even want to be on this. And he's trying to get out of this, you're bringing me to jail, so there's not a lot of propaganda from it. There's a girl. She thinks she's paying no attention. I think one
4: of the lights are going to take over. So it's, it's not as serious as we thought it was. So we're going to take a break. After listening to this one,
7: what speed are we doing?
8: A bit fast. I did
7: heavy seatbelts on. Yes. And you had your seatbelts on. Okay. And I went to the break.
3: Did the windscreen break? Yes.
7: The windscreen broke? Which side? Driver's side? Which side? side? And was it dead on into the tree, left side or right side into the tree? Right side. Right side. Right
5: side.
7: Was he unconscious? Right. Uh, was he unconscious? For a few
6: minutes. For a few minutes. Don't move me Put the I want to fuck himself! Shhh! It what did you? What, what I did I you? All this,
7: this... Please, you welcome that... To department. Department. Sure. Listen to me now. This is not for your benefit. Okay.
11: You would have, as I said before, have a broken neck, broken neck, broken back, broken skull, anything. Well, right, right,
8: obviously I don't. How do you know that? Because we aren't talking to the other lads. What is that? And walking around.
7: Yeah. So, so obviously I that don't. Doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you can have a fracture in your spine. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. no, no, that means. until we get the x-rays done, we are going to take it to you do, okay, and because
11: of that, you're going to lie flat on your back with these straps on, okay, until we get the x-rays done. Is that all right with you? Okay. Now don't try and get up, don't try and pull this off, if you do, you need do yourself very serious injury. if you serious injuries, so don't know oh, Open your mouth to me slightly, just slightly. No, no, it doesn't have to look at your teeth. No, okay.
7: Take blood pressure, temperature. Yeah. I'm going to put in a drip lining around and I'm going to take some blood pressure.
10: right? Don't move now. My name is Pat. I work for Dublin Fire Brigade. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just brought in a, a young gentleman there about mid-twenties. He uh, was a driver in a car that hit a tree. He had a lot of alcohol taken, which contributed to his accident. Uh, we had to uh, take him out of the car, uh, put him on a spinal board, do uh, neck stabilisation, uh, brought him into the hospital. He's got a lot of cuts and bruises, but we don't think it's too serious. Just all down to drink, really.
7: Was he wearing a seatbelt?
10: He was wearing his seatbelt, yeah.
7: I think that saved him.
10: Oh, definitely, yeah. It yeah, would have been a lot worse. The impact was on his side. I've seen impacts similar to that. People have died. Very similar. There was one other passenger in the car, and she's alright. Okay. Yeah. So
7: he's, he's lucky, really. They're both lucky?
10: He's both lucky. Thanks be to God at this time, yeah.
7: And is that a, something fairly typical of a weekend night or any other night?
10: Uh, weekend night, every night, you know, there's so much money about now that they just uh, they just can go out any night of the week and um, I don't think this drink-driving campaign's really working, you know, especially for the likes of him, you know. No sense, too much money. I
7: mean, you see it every night of the week. I mean, have things changed over the last couple of years? I mean, is there people that you're dealing with, the issues that you're dealing with?
10: Uh, n- not really. Probably people are uh, in an older age group are a bit more sensible about drink-driving, you know, but the younger age group, the likes of him, no and um, most things are drink-related. Everything from assaults to uh, road traffic accidents to drug overdose are all drink-related. Um, the root of all evil, unfortunately. We're not fucking hanging around. with 25 hours. No, you won't have to wait 24 hours. Come
6: on, you
5: no.
4: come on.
2: Come no. on, Come on.
4: Listen, you're
2: first to be seen
4: you're first. that could be ten minutes or an hour, okay? But you're going to be seen first, right. Come on. If you don't come in now, you won't be first to be seen. Deirdre, sister. Yeah. It's ambulance control wondering. It's wondering if either of those uh, two yeah. transfers can go Sorry, by winter. Yeah. It's ambulance control wondering if either of those. Two
1: Absolutely. Now
9: both of them, if
4: they could take them together, it would be great. Hello, both of them actually can go by ambulance, sorry, wheelchair. Actually, I'll put it up on the
9: computer.
4: Right, thank you very much. All right, Fine. Just had a bit of an incident at the door there. Uh, Uh, Just a psychiatric patient who wanted to leave, needs to be seen by the doctor. He's expressing suicidal tendencies. Um, Again, obviously he doesn't understand the importance of him staying but um, I've explained to him that he's going to be treated urgently and he's on to stay for the minute. And I've also informed the security guards to let me know if he
7: does try to make leave. Um, sister, you mentioned that you had an unfortunate bereavement earlier on.
9: I did, and I've just actually just left the family there. We had a few formalities to deal with, um, and... It- I was just saying to myself, it was such a busy place, we're running around here, and something like that, you really have to have time to spend with these people. It isn't the ideal situation tonight to have the time, but they're so upset. But you actually have to make time. And in this case, I did. I had to leave the floor to go be with these people. There's nobody from pastoral care available to talk to these people. They need time, they're very distressed. Then you have to do the formalities, go down and do a formal identification with them. Sort them out, make phone calls for them. And that, again, in a really busy department like tonight, you still have to make time for them. They have to get a priority as well, in spite of whatever else is going on.
4: It's quarter to five in the morning. Um, we just had our first break, proper break of the night. and um, been on since eight o'clock. Uh, things have quietened down. So, um, we've been lucky as in we've had beds in the hospital because we've had so many admissions, so many ambulance um arrivals. Uh, and overall, we were lucky as in there was nothing extremely serious came in. A lot of uh assault, all al all if not, most um alcohol related. Um, and it's just a matter of hopefully it'll stay quiet enough now until the morning and we can all wind down slightly enjoy doing the job Um, I just sometimes question whether it's worth the hassle, as in the verbal abuse and um, the thanks to get at the end of the day not that I'm in it for thanks or anything, it's just a case of um, nothing seems to be good enough for some people and yet, the ones who really need help can't be um, thankful enough.
9: I have to say, I don't. I mean, I, I haven't been exposed to that much aggression tonight. This is not bad no. for aggression. This is actually very good week for people not totally abusing you all the time and being really physically abusive. I have to go. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Did you? Did
4: you... I'm only here two and a half months now. Three months. I've like I'm four or five years in A and E. This is a a, a different experience. From quite a lot of hospitals I've worked in. And um, the drug problem is horrendous. I've never seen anything like it. I've worked in the center of London and I've never seen anything like this. And that's really it. And it's not just, it's not the heroin or the things, it's probably more alcohol that's the problem of uh, drug abuse.
7: So what's the procedure now? Do you go back to base and wait for a call or?
10: We get on the radio now and we tell them we're mobile and available and it's, likely that we'll be called somewhere else before we get back to base.
11: We advise them now that we're available for, uh, to do uh, any additional work they may have and uh, they normally respond fairly promptly to
10: give us something else. Uh, Delta 104, mobile and available now.
3: Denise?
9: I answered the phone. She said she worked. Denise? She had taken time. Okay, Denise, slow the breathing down. She needed help, so I asked her to put the phone down and ring the ambulance. But she wouldn't. So we had to ring the ambulance, but they couldn't get in. So now the guards are outside, they're trying to get in, and we're trying to keep her talking on the phone. It's gone on three quarters of an hour. Denise? Slow your breathing down. Okay, just slow down the breathing and calm down. And the guards are going to break the door down and get in. Okay, calm down, you're okay. See, the problem is the house is probably vacated now at the moment because of Christmas, you know. It's probably Yeah, Denise, we anything. are going to help you. The guards are outside the door. Okay? Just you concentrate. Slow the breathing down. <laughs> Denise, can you go to the window? She's hyperventilating. She's hyperventilating, yeah. She's
7: definitely hyperventilating. What is she taken? She anyway, says she's yeah.
9: taken some Panadol tablets, a large amount. That definitely would, but they wouldn't cause There's hyperventilation. Wo- she said she There's six. one on the ground floor. I don't floor know whether she's taken alcohol stairs. as well. And she's now hyperventilating. She claims that she's actually on Denise? the floor, on the you know, on the floor inside of the ground floor flat. Denise, calm you the know, breathing down. So I, I actually feel that we have to, you know. I think they have to break the door. Yeah.
6: Down. Listen
9: to that. Listen to that. Just, just hold on one more. Sorry, can I just ask you? To just, Denise. just listen. To Denise. Denise, no, she's actually in trouble there. She's in trouble now. We have yeah, to. Get her. She really is in trouble there. With her Denise, breathing. we're on our way. All right, the guards are going to break the door yeah. down.